Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Temptress. Temptress has been delivering heavy mail with uniqueness that is truly their own. They have released Chaos Divine, an album that brings the band into a new dimension that is nothing less than divine. And here is my interview with Temptress. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with me. And I wanted to ask you, how did the recording process go for album? And could you give me an oversight uh, for my fans of the storyline of the album? Uh, look, while we are in COVID lockdown at home, we decided to, we were listening to an Iron Maiden album, Somewhere in Time, and I was talking to Fox, my guitarist, he's also my partner, and we were discussing, you know, we needed to do another album, and I said, we should do a more futuristic album, we haven't done something a bit more modern, and it'd be a change in direction for us, something we haven't touched on for sort of a, an interest area, and so we started having a chat about, you know, what we could do. And we had this, we've always had female characters in our, on our covers of our album. So we, we discussed having a female character that would be basically part of this story that lived in a futuristic dystopian kind of world. And, and, the, and it basically grew from there. So we've got this character called Ember and she lives in this world where everyone is basically given this opportunity to have an almost eternal life, but they must take a drug surprise surprise take a drug to uh achieve that and part of that involves basically signing your life away <laughs> to governments which is not far from how life feels sometimes here these days where you're giving away everything for a little bit of so-called freedom but um yeah basically the story and this is of course if you signed your life away but at what cost and in this concept story she loses a partner that she cares about deeply and takes revenge which is you can hear in some of the, the tracks <laughs> so the recording process was basically yeah was started from there we started writing um as far as how the album came about did the lyrics come first or did it come across sonically first look uh we actually sat down with the band and mentioned what we we thought you know the idea we had the concept and what we wanted to do everyone was very excited about that concept and our other guitarist Nadi actually had some previously written songs and pieces of music that he passed on to us and Fox and I sat down and basically had a listen to them I had a grab at what I thought caught my attention Fox grabbed any riffs and pieces of music grabbed his attention and basically started pulling things apart and piecing together bits with our own ideas um and then we usually find usually music comes first we'll have a riff or the your boys will have a riff or they'll have a, a a full song idea they want to put together and then i will write to that um chaos divine is a complete song written by fox he, that he always has one song on an album where he's written the whole he has the whole idea he wants to put down um but the the path which is actually a really great ballad that was actually our drummer nicholas and he came down and said because he's actually a um he can play violin and everything he's quite a capable musician um so he came down and, and said i've got this melody idea i've got this track and he started putting together with fox what he wanted and and i basically straight away had this idea for vocals and it all just came together so well and the whole album came together really fast it was just one of those meant to be moments i think where it was right and it all just fell in place so we're extremely happy with yeah the feedback we've been getting from it one of the tracks i wanted to discuss 
eternal death machine. I wanted to ask uh, how the song came together and uh, how did the video go? Look, Eternal Death Machine um, is a killer track. It's getting a lot of love, actually, that one. it's That one took a bit to get exactly right. We did have a muck around with the recording on that one and getting the, the intro and, and the picking, death metal picking at the start was actually one of my ideas because I actually like a bit of black metal. <laughs> so uh, we wanted to pick the song up a bit and that was my suggestion to do that at the start of the song. Um but the, the lyrics are basically, we wanted a song that sort of conveyed the, that part of the story that talked about people needing to have that um, that drug to be to work for life. And the dr- part of that drug is, you know, you will, you will just be, you may live eternally, but you're going to be stuck working forever and you're not going to sleep as much and you're a, a, eternally, you're an eternal death machine, basically. You're, you turn, it turns you into a machine. You're just going to be working forever. So when we... Uh, you, we, we had to decide which song, of course, to do a, a single for. And because it's a concept album, we, of course, decided Chaos Divine had to be first if we're going to tell the story. And then Eternal Death Machine being the second track had to be the second single. And we had a talk with our director who has filmed a couple of things for Temptress about um, where he could basically set up an area for us to film Eternal Death Machine. And he did this great set with all this stuff in a warehouse that he set up to make it look really modern and dystopian and it was a, an awesome day but we also had to relocate to film in front of a big power station as well which so it was a big day it meant one day basically in the studio and then at night time we went out to this power station to film and it was really hot in the warehouse where we filmed because it was about 40 degrees and the place had no power off a generator so we had no air conditioning so i was literally I think I got a bleeding nose filming that day because I was sweating so much and so dehydrated <laughs> that it was it was pretty punishing. But, I mean, the way it came out, it looks really good. The director put that um, machine-looking font on my face and stuff in the film clip, and that's really cool too. So, yeah, we're really, really digging how that came out. But Adam Jordan, who filmed that, always does amazing jobs. He did our Forever film clip, if you haven't seen that one, and that's an amazing one as well. So he does good work. Another one of my favorite tracks is this dream or reality. I wanted to know if you could speak on that as well. Yeah, look, that was actually, um, dreams of reality was one, a lot, a lot of that was done by myself, especially the lyrics on that one. That was a bit of my baby. When we first had the melody line for that one that Fox put together, um, I actually can remember, I, I was actually working out in my garage with a treadmill in my garage where the studio is and I was running on that, just singing ideas. And um, we wanted to have the, the part of the story where it basically explains how you've taken this drug and it starts mucking with your brain and you don't know what's real and what's what's happening anymore in your life and you get confused about what's reality and it gives you nightmares. And So that's the whole dreams and reality lyrics in that story explaining about how taking this vaccine or drug, as we're calling it, is is altering your brain and you're actually working so much and not so... But you're losing basically control of your life and what what's real and what's not real. So that's what the lyrics are about that, and that whole mm-hmm. intro piece with the guitar where you can hear it sort of doing the nilla 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 piece at the front, where it's that, that's that whole brain confusion part where we, the boys try and write with their guitars pieces that connect to those emotions and what's going on so they're very good at getting that across i think emotionally with their instruments makes it pretty cool with the songs yeah and i 
think a lot of this is relevant to what's going on today because uh, so much has changed and uh, a lot of times we don't know what to believe. We watch TV and yep. we're basically listening to news that is basically propaganda anymore. And that's oh, totally I, I, true. I was the other day with all this AI art now where you can't even tell if photos are real or not. And so I think that's, yeah, the album really is in context of what's going on in the world today and how people are feeling about, like you say, you don't know what you're seeing, what you're being told is the truth. We're all being manipulated to a point to get to uh, a bigger bigger goal that these people have, whoever they, you want to call them, are in society. And we are being manipulated by our, by the media and things. And it is, it is horrible and I think it's, it's really hard for the younger generation too because they don't understand, I think, for them how hard we, you know, people fought for our freedoms and we are losing that, sadly. And I also wanted to ask you about the album artwork and the artist that was involved. The artwork is perfect for that. I think it's very, uh, it immerses you in the story. Yeah, look, um, the artwork, we had a idea of having because we had the female character we wanted a girl on the front cover we wanted a a city to show that dystopian futuristic world um we sort of googled some pictures to get some rough ideas of what we wanted we our previous artist who's worked on quite a few temperance albums daryl first um we sent him some some ideas of what we had in mind he pieced together a few things on the actual that ai art program just to throw together a few concepts but when he got something back, it wasn't quite what we wanted. So Anthony Fox and I actually sat down and discussed just basically eviling it up a bit because it is a metal album and they don't want it pretty. <laughs> it all totally pretty. And we decided since one of the songs is, you know, uh, about killing the CEO and taking revenge, it'd be cool if the chick was carrying the head of the person she takes revenge on. So that's why it's got this... Uh, cyborg, half cyborg head on the cover, and that's yeah. Anthony Fox sat down and basically pieced together that artwork himself with what we had previously from our artists. So yeah, we're really happy with how that came out. It looks killer on a t-shirt. It has got me in trouble on Facebook a few times. I've been banned a few times talking about chopping heads off. So <laughs> Facebook uh -huh. always blocks me for community standards for talking about it. They don't understand that I'm talking about an art, you know, they don't get it. But it's good when you're making waves, I guess, so you know you're on the right path. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I also wanted to ask you as well, um, what can bands look for next? Are you on the road to a show? We're actually heading up to Hell's, uh, Hell's Fest. Not fest, sorry, not fest in Sydney. So oh, we're, going to watch, we're going to watch Megadeth. <laughs> Very good. Uh, couldn't miss Megadeth. Love Megadeth. They're one of my top bands. Always been a favourite for me. Yeah, I've always considered that uh, when I talk to artists, I always say Dave Mustaine is like a riff master. He comes up with these crazy riffs and he plays them seamlessly. Totally, and that's that's the thing for us. Like we've always loved his work. I mean, everyone loves Metallica as well, but there's something about Megadeth that just stands out. And 
yeah, we had the opportunity to go and see them today. So it was a last-minute decision, jump in the car, and if someone gives you some tickets, you're not going to say no, are you, to go see Megadeth? <laughs> I don't know if you got to see the stream with uh, Greenman back, but and at Budokan, that was streamed, but it's an amazing show. Mm, awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, another one thing I wanted to ask you about is, could you speak on your musical development and at what age did you begin? Uh, look, I have been singing since I was 14 years old. Um, I first was given a guitar, wanted a guitar and taught myself to play some basic songs and um, had a few basic guitar lessons. And then I decided that, or worked out I could actually sing and decided to do some singing lessons. And my singing teacher wanted me to actually do some opera. And um, that, of course, was not my style. At that, when I was very young, about 13, I was into things like Guns N' Roses and ACDC and Metallica and joined a Anthony Fox's band at 14 and did my first show at 14. And we were doing covers, playing, you know, Skid Row and Ozzy Osbourne and things like that at shows. And started. we started writing a few... few basically a few originals and sliding them into our shows and we've just been going ever since and Tempest actually came together in 2000, about 2003 was when the first album came out but we started piecing together, yeah, Tempest in the 2000s looking for doing something with a, a, band, a metal band with a female singer, it's not very common here in Australia so that was where things really took off for us and we've been working ever since, it's just something we love to do, it's in our blood and wouldn't change it for the world, you know. We just love it. And how did the name come about? The band name, Tempest. Oh, we just wanted something that was going to yeah, yeah. We just wanted, yeah, we just wanted that female-fronted name, and we spent a bit of time looking up ideas and names, and we actually had Tempest with the P in it, but um, there was actually another band with that. That name, I think, in America with that name at the time. So we took the P out of the name, <laughs> and then our, our guy, the guy that played guitar for us at the time, drew up a drew up the logo, and it actually worked better without the P in it because it was even. And we just back then when we first started, we were a little bit more uh, had a bit more, I would say, a bit more melodic death stuff in the band. We had some death backing vocals happening, but we don't do those anymore in the band. It's just how our first our sound first originated and came out. So basically, it's yeah, that's how it became a thing, and it's stuck. And um, yeah, it's it's the name is growing, and it's been pretty amazing the response from this album. It just shows every time we release an album, we can really reach more people like yourself that are just blown away with us and what we do, and it's just makes it all worthwhile. So extremely happy yeah. at the moment with the way things are going. <laughs> yeah, you won me over with this one um, when I first heard the album. It made me go back, and I'm like, you know, because this is my first experience with a band. And I'm like, I got it. It's like, I need more, I need more, I need more. And, you know, it's just great to catch up and to see the progression of the band. And it's a phenomenal piece of work this song. I think you're going to get a lot of great response from it. Yeah, the reviews have been, I mean, we, our previous album, Ritual Warfare, got a lot of amazing reviews too, but this has been different again. It's, um, I think this album's a grower on people too. The more you listen to it, 
the more you hear and the more you enjoy it. And when you know the story, it makes yeah, it makes the connections even better for people. So, yeah, we're really excited with where this can take us. And we are actually hitting Europe and UK in September. So we're hoping that helps us grab a whole new audience as well. And uh, we spoke about your development. I wanted to ask you, what do you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along your musical journey? Uh, look, to be true to yourself, I think, and not sway with trends or change. There's a lot of lot of girls out there at the moment doing death vocals. That seems to be the thing, or symphonic vocals. And I've seen a lot of girls who have been singers go into that that style to fit in and we are just being us and staying us and I don't want to change my singing I think some of the biggest and best bands have singers like Ralph Sheepers, Bruce Dickinson, Jeff Tate you know they are singers and Matt Barlow singers they are amazing Dio, <laughs> Rob Halford your biggest bands have singers and I want to be known for being a singer. I don't want to follow a trend just because. And I think that's something we've always been proud of. We haven't changed or tried to adjust to be anything else, but just be true to what we are. And I would say that to anyone, you need to decide what you want to be and just follow that. So I think that's really important. At the end of the day, you got to look in the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) What you're doing is, you know, your vision, because, uh, you know, how many bands have followed trends, and by the time they did, the trend was gone. You know, exactly. like when, when Kiss tried to disco and do Dynasty and unmasked in that. The trend yep. was over when the albums came out. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, I think you're going to write better music and be better at your craft if you are doing what feels right instead of trying to do what everyone wants. So, yeah, sure. definitely got to just stay with what's, what's meant to be. <laughs> stick with, stick with sure. your guns. <laughs> a band can smell a phony, you know. You know, if you're not true and you're trying to emulate someone else, it'll get picked up on eventually. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And as far as your musical journey as well, I wanted to ask you, what do you feel has been your proudest moment? things 
well is, yeah, that's they're definitely highlights for me personally. And going back to the album, I wanted to ask you, was there any track that didn't make the cut for the album? Uh, I don't think there was on this one. We we did the previous album, we did have one that didn't make. We actually thought this album, maybe we should have written an extra song to get the story fitted in, but it's actually, we actually didn't, we didn't actually cut any, did we? This one, I don't think, there was no tracks that got cut. They all made it. Uh, the tracks were trimmed. Yeah, they got they got cut down, <laughs> as in size. But yeah, nothing actually missed out this time. And uh, I don't recall the album length in total, but will it come out in vinyl? Look, I'd love to do vinyl. Um, that has been on my possible list. It is just cost at the moment. To release albums, even making shirts, it's just cost so much money this time. The the pressing has gone up, the postage has gone up. Everything's been a lot more expensive for us. We didn't have much money in the in the kitty this time because we come out of COVID, so we didn't have much money to play with from touring previously. So it is on our list of possibly doing later. It just depends on, I guess, whether we can sell this album well and sell the merch well and have enough money in the bank to actually press some vinyl because there are a lot of people asking for it. So, and, uh, and speaking on that vein, I wanted to ask, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? We have merch up on my uh, website. I've got CDs on there, but not merch, but... Um, just shoot the band a message. I've got shirts from way back from even um, for the Forever single, Ritual Warfare, and they do usually sell pretty fast. That's why I don't have them online because I usually end up moving them so quickly I can't keep up with making more. So I literally sold so much at our first show in Sydney I had to order a, a second lot for the rest of the tour this week. Um so, yeah, but people can shoot me a message or the band a message if they'd like a shirt. And we've got small shirts right through the 3XLs. I've got um, beanies and I've got stubby holders and all that sort of cool stuff. So just easy. I'm always happy to chat with people if they want to get something from me. Not a problem. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Uh, basically, we are so appreciative of all the support from all around the world and everybody, anyone that's taken the time to listen, reach out. I try and reply to everybody to say thanks. Um, you guys are, you know, yourself, radio shows, promoters, venues, everyone, the fans are the reason why we do it. And, yeah, without you guys, we wouldn't be, it would be pointless, so... Thank you to everyone. We do love you guys. It's amazing what everyone does with their support. So, horns up to everybody. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for creating an amazing album. It's great from top to bottom. And uh, I want to see you in the States. Yeah, we've had a few requests, actually, even this week, because I posted about the UK and Europe, and it has been on our radar. It's just getting over there and getting yeah, having the right contacts to come over and play for you guys and we could get on a couple of festivals even over it'd be really cool and do a few shows i'd love to get to, over to the 
whisk, I heard the whiskey go go bar is the place to play. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that scene that scene has diminished a little bit in California, but okay. in May, that was the place to be. Well, we'll have to look at that next year. We're gonna, like I said, Europe, UK this year, so maybe we can get over to you guys the following year. That'd be awesome. Great to have you. And I want to thank you again for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Oh, thanks so much. I really appreciate you giving us the time and loving the album. It's always uh, amazing to hear that feedback because, like I said, it makes it all worthwhile because it's not easy recording albums these days and having the money to do stuff like this, but having the love for our art come back is, yeah, I don't care how much money I throw at it. It's awesome to hear it makes the day. <laughs> So thank you again. Thank you, and you have a safe trip. And I hope we can talk again soon. All right, cheers. Thanks so much. We'll talk again soon for sure. <laughs> All right, cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.